This is Kincaid and Breckenridge, exclusively on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, anyway, uh, on another note, um, we'll close out uh, today's show with, uh, uh, shall we say, a somewhat controversial discussion, uh, that being uh, how to deal with or whether to deal with uh, pit bulls, whether we should treat pit bulls differently than we treat other kinds of dogs, whether we should have breed-specific bans, as some jurisdictions do. Uh, there have been some stories in, in, the, uh, in the news lately that have reopened this debate. Uh, a Quebec woman was mauled to death uh, in a backyard in, uh, in Montreal last week. In fact, just uh, here in Calgary this week, we had uh, a release from police where they had uh, executed some uh, high-risk drug warrants. They say a pit bull-type dog inside the home lunged at and latched onto the left arm of a tactical team member. Despite efforts to get the dog to release from the officer, the dog would not. Another tactical officer was forced to shoot and kill the animal. Uh, the officer was taken to hospital and treated for a serious bite to his arm. Oh, Quick Six. That's the horse's name. Thank you. Uh, sorry about it. Yes. Um, anyway, but um, certainly that's the concern with, with, pit, with pit bulls, is that when they do attack, the results can be so much worse. I remember a story in Calgary where uh, you know, a pit bull had got out of the yard and, and had attacked a, another dog, and either that dog's owner or another passerby grabbed a like a piece of plywood or a two-by-four from a, a nearby a fence was being built to try to hit the dog to get it off, and the dog just seemed oblivious to it. Right? They just they go into, like, attack mode. And I, I've been out running. I see people walking their dogs all the time. I love dogs. But I'll admit, I'm, I'm leery of pit bulls. Now, people are going to tell me that that's, that's baseless. I'm, I'm, I'm unfairly discriminating against these dogs. I just worry. Whenever you run past a dog, those you know, dogs take notice that that human is running. Maybe they think it's a game or maybe they think there's a threat. But how do I knew, know you as the owner? Have control of that animal. What if it gets away from you and latches onto me? Are you going to be able to get it off? So I don't know if bands are the right answer, but um, I don't know that we should just uh, treat pit bulls as, as just another breed. Our next guest wrote an interesting piece for the Huffington Post about all of this. Jesse Ferreris is an associate news editor for Trends and Traffic at the Huffington Post Canada, HuffingtonPost.ca. Jesse, thanks for joining us here. Thank you for having me. Uh, you know, I mean, it just seems that we hear these stories all the time. This one in Quebec is, is pretty horrific. So as you say, it's no surprise that, that this debate has been reopened. No, it's no surprise at all. And uh, frankly, uh, it surprises me that this, well, I guess it doesn't surprise me, but uh, I think it's unfortunate that this is still a debate. Uh, we've had bans across Canada, in Ontario, in Manitoba, and there have been a very clear proof that uh, these bans have worked. Uh, the only reason that we don't have bans is because you have a very aggressive uh, pit bull lobby across the country right now that tries to harass people out of actually advocating for them in the first place. This is a lobby that doesn't want any breed-specific legislation at all. So that's the reason why the debate is still happening, is because people who agree with a ban have been openly assailed on the Internet by a lobby that has openly harassed people and tried to stop them from advocating in the first place. Right. Well, we often hear the argument that it's, uh, it's, not, it's not the breed, it's the owner, right? That's, that's typically the argument we hear. So w- what did you find in, in researching this piece? 
Uh, well, it wasn't so much in researching this piece as it, ha- as it uh, has been in researching this issue for quite some time, actually. Uh, back when I was six years old, I uh, said this on CKNW last week, uh, I saw a family member very close to me uh, get attacked by a pit bull walking into a convenience store pretty close to our house in East Van. Wow. Um, the dog was unleashed. The dog was very big. I saw, the, I saw the close family member starting to walk into a convenience store. The dog, completely unprovoked, totally calmly actually, walked up to this person and just bit at the leg. Uh, the person screamed, shut the door, walked inside the convenience store. The person who owned the dog came over, told the dog to lie down, didn't do anything else to restrain it. It later turned out this person wasn't the actual owner of that dog, but the dog later was put down. And uh, that was an event that really stuck with me. Um, for a long time, I didn't necessarily feel that strongly about uh, banning pit bulls, although I still was uh, scared uh, and traumatized by that incident. Uh, but over the years, I started to do more research into these animals, and it's just unbelievable how much more dangerous they are than other dogs. Yeah, I mean, again, if people want to argue against breed-specific bans based on the evidence, that that's fine. But but, but to, to pretend that somehow pit bulls are just, uh, just another breed, that they're just like any other dog, I just I can't see that at all. I think you're absolutely right about that. Um, and, uh, well, I'll give you one big reason uh, why it is that uh, we should be banning dogs, is that uh, uh, why we should be banning pit bulls altogether. And when I talk about a breed, I don't necessarily want to do what Quebec City is doing, which is seizing all the existing pit bulls and then taking them away from their owners. I think that's going pretty far, personally, and I don't know how you would enforce that. But uh, the, kind of, uh, the kind of ban that I would agree with would be uh, not allowing people to own any more pit bulls, not allowed to import any more into a particular jurisdiction, and grandfathering the ones that already exist. And the reason I advocate for this is that uh, if you take a look at what happened in Manitoba, Manitoba banned pit bulls in 1990. As a result of what they did, um, the uh, number of uh, dog bite injury hospitalizations that happened due to pit bulls went down from 3.7 per 100,000 person years down to 2.84 per 100,000 person years. That's a very, very significant decline, as numerous academics have noted. So, I mean, I don't know what more proof you need that these bans actually work, but the pit bull lobby will tell you that they don't work because they don't necessarily reduce dog bites. The thing is, it's not about reducing dog bites. It's about reducing maimings, killings, really, really serious attacks like the ones that you saw in Calgary. Yeah, enough to, to hospitalize. Yeah, I think that's a valid point. Now, already someone has texted to say, well, you know, what about uh, Dobermans who bite? And what about uh, Rottweilers who bite? Uh, do we ban all those breeds, too? Uh, here's the thing about Dobermans and Rottweilers. Dobermans don't nearly rank near the top when it comes to act, when it comes to dog bites or uh, dog incidents. If you take a look at uh, statistics, statistics that have been gathered by a group called dogsbite.org, uh, between 1982 and 2014, 3,600 attacks by pit bulls that have resulted in uh, some kind of injury. Uh, the next closest was Rottweilers at around 560. Dobermans don't even rank near that. So. You know, people do like to make the argument that, yeah, if we got rid of pit bulls, then people would just veer over to Dobermans and to Rottweilers. But the fact is, those dogs likely still wouldn't do nearly the damage that pit bulls do. Uh, is it possible to, to uh, identify pit bulls uh, specifically enough that we can look at, a, at an animal, look at a dog and say, that is a, a banned animal, that animal is, is okay? Because we often hear of pit bull-like uh, uh, dogs or, or dogs that uh, might be part pit bull, part something else. Right. Well, when it comes to actually banning the dogs, I mean, I don't think you should necessarily just look at a dog and then decide to ban it purely based on that. I think, uh, you know, you, sh- you should test it for different breed character- characteristics that are maybe deeper than its appearance. But pit bulls do have a pretty d- distinctive appearance, too. They're a lot more muscular. Uh, you know, they have kind of, they have like very, very similar head shapes. Uh, 
And uh, I've always personally been able to identify a pit bull. Other people say that you can't l- identify one just by looking at it, but the fact is you can. But if you are going to go ahead and do a ban or try to identify one or hold it responsible in an incident, then it is a good idea to go a little bit deeper than just looks, I think. All right. So you, you mentioned the Manitoba has a ban. Isn't there uh, also in, in Ontario a ban? Yes, there is. And uh, as a result of that ban, uh, people have tried to argue uh, based on one particular story that came out last year that uh, dog bites have gone up uh, ever since uh, pit, ever since pit bulls were banned. Uh, that was a bit of a flawed story because it never actually showed where precisely it got its data from. There was then a Toronto Star story that came out in 2014, and that story showed that pit bull bites have virtually disappeared, that they were the most prominent among dog bites, and as a result of the ban, they've completely disappeared. So again... If you say that pit bull bans don't work, tell me exactly how they don't work. Uh, short of that, uh, is there anything we can do short of a ban? If, if the argument is, okay, it's, it's too uh, extreme to, to actually ban an entire breed, but is there, is there much we can do in between? Can we expect more of dog owners? Can we increase the, the punishments for, for dog owners whose, whose dogs attack? Is, is there anything effective we can do short of a ban, do you think? Uh, Well, in terms of effectiveness, uh, there have been certain municipalities around the country that have enacted breed-specific legislation, so that's been like higher fines for for owners whose dogs attack, uh, you know, requiring muzzles on pit bulls at all times, uh, restrictions on whether or not they can actually go into dog uh, off-leash dog parks. Uh, that's been enacted in places like uh, the city of Richmond in B.C., the city of Burnaby in B.C. These are Vancouver suburbs. And uh, But the thing is, those have also faced enormous resistance. You see, here's the problem. Uh, the pit bull lobby doesn't want any breed-specific legislation whatsoever. They don't consider this a serious enough problem to actually target the animals in this case. They like to say there should be tougher punishments for owners, but that's only an argument you ever really hear in response to people calling for bans. It's just a way to kind of soften the narrative in a way, to try and soften exactly any responsibility on the parts of these dogs. I mean, yeah, you know what? There are bad owners out there, but there are good owners too. And there are good owners who've dogs, who, whose dogs have gone out and attacked and killed people. Uh, so it sounds like the debates have been reopened uh, in Quebec. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do you think it's going to be different this time? Uh, well, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, you see two really different approaches that are coming up in Quebec right now. Uh, Montreal Mayor Denis Coderre has uh, taken what I would argue is a much more uh, careful, pragmatic approach to banning the dogs. He wants to do some consultation for a while and uh, then bring forward legislation to ban the dogs in September. Uh, Régis Lebaume, he's giving owners six months to uh, get rid of their dogs or else the city is going to seize them. I don't know how they're going to pull that off, like whether they have like the facilities set up to accommodate all the dogs or something like that. But I imagine that uh, the Quebec City is probably going to have to really tone down exactly what it's doing in terms of its ban, because I can't see that being palatable to anybody. All right. Well, we'll leave it there, Jesse. Uh, people can find your piece at HuffingtonPost.ca. Thanks for making some time for us here. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right. Jesse Ferreris uh, from the Huffington Post. Uh, so his piece, uh, making a case for uh, pit bull bans. Just don't wait on public opinion to ban pit bulls, he says. So he's very much in the pro-ban camp. Uh, but some convincing data in this piece. Maimings by dog breed, Canada and the U.S., 82 to 2014. 2,225 attributed to pit bulls and mixed breed. Just 296 attributed to Rottweiler. Right, so he says that's the issue. Someone texted to say something, I think, uh, texts about uh, retrievers, is it here? Uh, that retrievers bite the most. It's not bites per se. It's maimings. It's hospitalizations. What's uh, the breed that's responsible for the most there? 
again, I'm not totally convinced a ban is, is necessary or enforceable for that matter. But my goodness, we can't just pretend that it's just all dogs are created equal and it's just about the owners. That's just not realistic at all. It's like trying to pretend that AR-15s are just like any other gun, right? I mean, uh, certain guns are more dangerous than others. Certain guns are more powerful or deadly than others. Doesn't necessarily mean they should be banned, but let's not pretend they're all the same. Right? When a pit bull attacks, it's a lot different than when other dogs attack. So the question isn't about bites, but it's about maulings. It's about fatal dog attacks. There's no un- undoing it once it happens. 974-8255, uh, your thoughts when we come back here. It's Kincaid and Breckenridge on News Talk 770. Roger Kincaid and Rob Breckenridge, weekdays starting at 9.30 a.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary.